With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Man and sport. A timeless means of entertainment. Some men hit home runs. Others are curb stumped. Some win Cy Youngs. Others get dunked on. Some men become MVPs. Others have 70 saves in a game. But your stats won't matter here. Here we discuss the issues Search the hearts of men and judge in vivid detail. Only raw takes will do. This is sports analysis. This is sports unchained. This is Sportico. Hey guys, Sporticus is all over social media. You can find us on Rockfin. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Anchor, Twitter, and Patreon. All under Sporticus or Sporticus Live. Come holla at us. You know, you know I heard uh, Mackenzie Dern fighting again, and I think she's uh, fighting that Miranda girl that I that I like so much. And honestly, the winner of that's going to get some ice cream, man. I thought I thought he was was fighting um, somebody else. No, Miranda. It's Miranda something. I'd have to. I'm, I'm looking up. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, it's Miranda. Okay. It's Miranda something. Uh, but no, no. Um, Amanda Hivas. She's going to have to get back in the wind column before I uh, take her back. She's out fighting. There. She's fighting somebody. I didn't like the fight. I, I just with all the ESPN stuff flash on my phone. I was just like, I don't like that. <laughs> and I just. <laughs> I just uh yeah took care of that but oh it's Maverick uh, that's who it was okay yeah yeah she she about to get some ice cream if she uh puts a beat down on on my girl Mackenzie or uh, it's either Mackenzie Dern or uh fuck um Lad 
no, Macy Barber. The, it might, it's one of the two of those. Yeah. Yeah, Macy, that's what I thought it was. I thought it was Hebus versus Barber. That's what I thought it was. No, it's not he it's not Hebus versus Barber. I but her name's Miranda too, right? Miranda he, he was or not? No, it's Amanda. Amanda. Not, oh, yeah. okay. That's what got me off. I just looked at uh, the like Yeah, I was pretty upset. I was like, what? Bro, I'm I'm picking so many of these UFC fighters from the women's divisions and in, into ice cream that I, I can't even keep them straight either, bro. Don't worry about it. Um some of them are stuck. Oh, Angela Hill's fighting somebody too. See, I like Angela Hill. I, I don't think she's a good fighter in the sense of, like, being a top level. I mean, she's fucking better than me. But, like, um, I... It's a DS. I really, I really like... Yeah, kind of. Or Neil Mack. Like a Diaz without the punch drunkness. You know what I mean? Like, you know how when Nate and Nick Diaz talk, they kind of they talk like this? And then, <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean, man? Like, goodbye, that's how you should never be in a boxing match with a man. Like, <laughs> I just one of my favorite stories about the Diaz brothers. Either one of them is a story about Nick Diaz that Rogan told a while back, and he was talking about how like you know they were on this conference call or whatever, and like you know uh, Nick Diaz gets on the phone and he's like he's like no nah, I'm gonna fight anyone I'm a fuck I'm the fucking best like fuck that guy blah 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 blah. And, you know, so everyone, you know, starts chiming in on what they think, you know, who they think he should fight, where they should fight, how much they should fight for. And you just hear this, like, in the background. And you're yeah, like, yeah. Is, that a, is that a bong? Because <laughs> like, Nick, Nick Diaz is just taking fucking bong loads. And then I guess he, I guess he's sitting there doing nunchucks, too. There was one, like, you could hear the. Like, you know what I mean? He, this guy's fucking smoking bong loads and doing nunchucks and then negotiating a top level fight at the time. And it's like, he's like, uh, I think he go, I think that same fight he went out and fought Takanori Gomi and, te- and like not only beat the shit out of him, but like outclassed him in every way. And, and Gomi was a pretty decent fighter at the time. Definitely somebody who definitely should have been fighting Diaz, you know? So it wasn't like a, like, you know, a weird matchup. No, it was a good matchup. You know, and then Diaz comes in. I guess Diaz had tested positive after the fight for levels of marijuana so high in his blood system that the only reasonable conclusion is that he had smoked literally before the fight, like the <laughs> like like minutes before. So this guy goes out, probably presumably goes out just higher than a kite and outboxes at the time one of the best mixed martial artists in the game. You know, he may not have been a UFC fighter, but Takanori Gomi, oh, sorry, he was later in his career, but at the time he may not have been a UFC fighter, but Takanori Gomi was, was, a, was a stud, man. Like, uh, I, I'd have to look at where the venue was that they took place. It could have been the UFC. I just, I just know that Takanori Gomi's best years weren't with the UFC. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though he was on the roster at one point, man, like, that guy was a pretty good fighter. And know? that happens sometimes. That It, it happens, you know. Um, oh, happens uh, He's a clown, Ben Askren, you know? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, you think, you think younger Ben Askren would have gotten flying knee to the face in five seconds? Maybe, but he would have survived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Dude, uh, one thing uh, I'll say about him. He probably would have survived. I'll give you that. He still would have lost. Is two one, thing, one thing I'll say about any wrestler is they've all got chins of steel. I mean, even GSP, who's got a little bitch chin for being, you know, a goat. Like, I would never put GSP's chin against, like, John Jones, you know what I mean, or Khabib. Like, I would never put those chins against each other. 
you know, in terms of their ability to take a punch. Uh, like, but at the same time, GSP still took a lot of punches, man. Dan Hardy lit him up. Like, if you go back and watch that Dan Hardy fight, yeah, a lot of it was on the ground. But when it was standing up, Hardy did land a few good shots. Condit landed some good shots. Think about Johnny Hendricks. Everyone that GSP has ever fought, and that's kind of the mystique of GSP as we've talked about, man. Like, these guys, you know, they they touched him up, and he he still walked through it and, you know, made them look outclassed. Like, their punches are going to be landed in a fight. You know what I mean? Especially in a, in a mixed martial arts fight. You know, it's not a street fight. Like, you're not landing on concrete. That's why you still got to respect a guy like Stipe because, you know, you sure he got he got knocked out by Cormier. But, like, that's that kind of shit happens, especially in heavyweight. Like, you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying? Tyson lost that's, his that's, type. That's got to be, like, well, look, look at, like, the extreme. So if we go, if we go, what is it? Uh, What's the lowest? Uh, flyweight. So if we go flyweight men's versus heavyweight men's, there's vastly and i don't even have to look at the stat there's vastly more knockouts in the heavyweight division than yeah. there is flyweight and i'm doing that off of an eye test you know what i mean no 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 and that no you're completely right man you know um but i do like i do like the fights coming up uh i've been watching a lot of uh uh the headlines not headlines but the news coming out it's like you know aspen lad coming back and just i like it you know cyborg's got that fight coming up uh soonish uh so i I like that yeah 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 that too like there's a lot of news coming out uh even though it's not and it's just it's just good to hear those names again and uh, even though it's not going to be for uh uh ufc uh ronda rousey is coming back to wwe like i say it's, it's it's not the same but it's good to hear that name you want to hear these names you want uh women's mma to thrive off of it and that's ronda rousey's still a really big name that's gonna uh, turn some heads so um uh, big fighting aside back to real fighting i'm not sure i want to see misha Tate come back i mean and here's the thing i, def- I definitely see misha Tate do anything but make a comeback to the ufc is not the top of that list you know what i mean like bellator I, would you prefer being bellator no 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 i prefer her not come back like yeah me too she she too. at at her status right now the only place she could go is down you know what i mean like what what's her best case scenario she comes back and wins the title against who she's not beating noons like no. I, nah, i'm nah. i'm sorry like she's not gonna beat shevchenko she goes down like well Sorry, she couldn't make the weight to fight Shevchenko. You know, no. now if Shevchenko came up to 145 or 135 uh, to face her, I wouldn't be opposed to watching it. I think if it was her first fight back, Tate would lose in a fucking heartbeat. You know, so I just, I, I love Misha Tate. I have nothing but love for her and respect, even through the Rousey thing. And I'm a Rousey fan. You know, so like, it's it's not like a like I hate the rivals or like. I love what Misha Tate did for the women's MMA. I love what she oh, did for the MMA in general. She got alligator rolled. I never seen anybody get alligator rolled like that and not tap out. She didn't tap. She didn't yeah. tap. The ref was just like, "Uh, you're dead. Your arm has died. You have well, to stop." Here's the thing: in the second Rousey fight uh, with Tate, um, that was the same card that Silva broke his shin uh, right afterwards. But Rousey put on such a display of judo, and Tate just—I mean. God willing, man, like, I have been that guy in the gym who just keeps trying and keeps losing. 
like she kept going in for a shot and getting stuff. She kept trying to box and getting outboxed. She tied up and oh well, it wasn't her choice on where that went. Like, Let me stop right there. This is the most important thing you said as to why she and Ronda Rousey should not come back. You said she got outboxed. Her opponent was Ronda Rousey, man. Misha Tate got outboxed by Ronda Rousey. Say that out loud. Okay, well, that's right. That's the end of the no, conversation. As, like, as fair as it is for the for situationally, like, yeah, you're absolutely right in this situation. But in terms of like what that means is like look farther in the future when you know her boxing got better. Like, you know, her her wrestling got better and it was already the top of the, the weight class. You know, like she won the title for my I, I think it was. I mean, because her boxing was pretty good against don't she, get me wrong. Her she, was she, took, good against, uh, um, she took the uh, women's title from Holly Home, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I thought. So yeah, she took was, the title from really somebody whose boxing is, in my opinion, overall the best that I've seen aside from Shevchenko. And I'm not even gonna put Nunes in that because she's a she's a she's a power striker. Right. Yeah, yeah, she's more of an Ngannou to where, like, if she can crisp up and get to Holmes' level on technique, then, yeah, that's going to be scarier. But right now, like, I mean, dude, you can't, you can't, you can't touch Amanda Nunes' power. You know what I mean? And her jujitsu obviously (laughs) works. (laughs) So, you know, like, but with... Man, the head kicked the fuck out. I think Misha Tate can come back, and I think she can win a fight. I think whoever they put her against first... I mean, Nunes and Shevchenko aside, like I think whoever, like the top, like or the the number two is, or the I guess number one contender, like I think she can I, she can at I, least compete with whoever those. Go ladies. to the rankings and name. Go to the rankings and name those people. I'm gonna tell you why she's gonna lose. <laughs> like, just go yeah. to the rankings right now. We can let it be dead silent while you find these rankings. So I can tell you who's gonna beat the shit out of her. She here's the here's the problem. She barely beat barely beat Holly Holm. Barely. No, 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 bro. No, you know Holly Holm. You, you, Holly Holm is the first and only on the ice cream list, and I'm just saying that was not a close fight between those two. Like Holly Holm got. The um, shit. it was a lot close. No, 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 no. Here's the thing. Misha Tate submitted her, and she was gonna lose had she not submitted her. You think it wasn't close? I think she did really well, but I don't think she beat Holly Holm in that fight. Here's the thing. I, I don't I've watched the fight. I don't remember the details without watching it again, but I do remember the feeling. And the feeling I had during the entire fight was, oh, oh God, please don't knock Holly out. Please don't knock Holly out. Oh shit, she's the third. You. Like <laughs> no, line from, was, the, from Star Wars. Your feelings betray you, Anakin. No. <laughs> That's, I think you're on the dark side on this one, bro. Uh well, without going too far into that. Um, I, I she I felt like she needed that tap out. Did, uh, uh, did not to say that it's a bad fight for Tate or anything. That's not what I'm saying. But like, uh, I I, I think she would have lost a decision. Um, did she uh did she declare if she was coming 135 or 145? I didn't see that part of the article. Don't know. We'll just do both. We'll just yeah, do well, both. Then I, then Okay, then I'll start at featherweight, which Amanda Nunes is the champion. <laughs> but then, hey, check this out. She's also the champion in the bantamweight division. So either fucking way, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Yeah, so I don't know what she's doing, but you know, go ahead. Could like go just give her the, the contenders. 
Okay, one second. The uh, the app is not completely working, so I have to do it again. I have to find it online. You got Lee, Nunes, and, and Shevchenko as the three champs in four divisions. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Aren't they, aren't, ain't Valentina a champ champ or no? No, no, she no, lost right, to, uh, she lost the 135 belt for the champ champ. Right, that, right, right. Honestly, okay, it was, it was one of the best matchups in history and nobody fucking acknowledges it, so. But anyway, you know, we got, we got three people are holding four championships. That's bad news. Okay, so in the featherweight UFC rankings, you got Amanda Nunez as the champ, obviously. Uh, Felicia Spencer, Megan Anderson, who Amanda Nunez just beat, and Zara Dos Santos, who I literally have never seen fight. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, Felicia Spencer is the only competitive person, because I I forgot about her, but she's the only person that could handle Tate's wrestling, and she could take Tate's punches, I just know I just don't know if she could actually do anything to Tate that would change the judges' minds. Now that leaves a lot of room for surprise, of course, but like think about how many people like get their chance against one of your, you know, like, oh, that person's always good sort of people. And sure. how many of them actually do well? I can't even like uh, I, I can't even yeah, off the top of my head, I can't even, you know, fit that criteria. Oh, oh. What what's Jessica Andrade? Uh, what's she? Where is she? She's at one twenty five. She's a uh, she's about to fight. No, she's at one fifteen. She's about to fight Whaley. Wait, uh, it's one of the two. Sorry, I'm trying to do this. That's exactly where Misha Tate needs to go, so that uh, Jessica Andrade can rip her apart. Is she gonna make the weight? Couldn't make one twenty five. She couldn't make one fifteen. I, I there's no I, fucking. Way. Here's the thing, bro. She doesn't have pe- a lot of people that she's going to have intriguing matches up, match up with. I know you think differently of her, but, like, there's a reason. You don't want to see her. We we always have different arguments for the exact same end result. She shouldn't be fighting again. I believe she's going to get destroyed, wasted by anybody she faces. I'll tell you why. She's been out of the game. She's not GSP, man. She's not GSP. Um, it's got to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I oh, mean, yeah, she's about to fight uh, Shevchenko. Uh, Andrade is uh, about to fight Shevchenko. That's that's what I thought, but I just had to uh, confirm it. But um, yeah, so that's gonna be a quick fight for Shevchenko. <laughs> yeah, she's a little tank though. Andrade is a tank, man. I mean, who knows? No, no, nah. no, no. And, no, no, no. The only time she was a tank was against Rose Nama Yunus, which Andrade did the only thing she could have, which was pick up and drop her on the right part of her head for Rose Nama Yunus to be like, no, 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 fuck this for a second. And, like, she's already, like, notably got anxiety and depression and stuff like that. Like, there's no way that Rose Nama Yunus in her top form loses to Andrade ever. And I think they, didn't they have a rematch in Nama Yunus once? They did. Yeah, they did. They did. And yeah, then, yeah. Uh, so, like, very, I mean, very, Rose Nama Yunus, better fighter. She has a lot of other things going on that prevent her from being what she could be every time, like like uh, like a GSP or John Jones. Like, I don't think she's nearly as good as what her her uh, what it what it looks like on paper. But it kind of better. Honestly, why? Because she's not much. She's not that much worse than that. Like she was champ. Great, cool. I don't think she would have ever been champ had uh, uh, Joanna just hadn't been a fucking idiot complete idiot just looking past it and then you know these are fighters like here's the thing 
this is a, fresh, a professional fighter. You look past them, and then they get the best of you. And there's no, there's no uh, guarantee you're just going to get back there, you know, that you you'll ever the- person again. So um, I'm not saying she was trash. I'm just – at first, I did think she was trash. But after seeing her fight more and more, she got a lot better. I saw how – I saw her potential. But I do think she's a little bit less than what, what her uh, record says and what she looks like on paper. Just a little bit, like maybe two fighters uh, ahead of her or, you know, or, you know what I mean? Like, it's not that big of a, a deal when you look at all of it on paper. But, like, I, I just think she kind of overachieved in some areas. But, eh, well, don't here, thing. At one point, I thought the super fight to make in the women's division was Shevchenko versus Nama Yunus. So, that, that's, uh, like, you were, that's crazy. the respect I had for her. Like... I mean, in terms of the fight game, like that, that lady can, she can do it all. I mean, she's gorgeous. Okay. She like, the thing is, the thing is, is like, I would take her out to ice cream so quickly, bro. Like I would buy her mint chip. I'd buy her cookies and cream. I'd buy her fucking you know, chocolate brownie, what, whatever, whatever, dude. I'd triple scoop that shit. But hey, what's, what's, uh, is okay. So look, hold on. The cold stone downtown. What is that now? Okay. Well, that changed into like a uh, Dr. McDougal's like ice cream science factory or something it, it was something like convoluted didn't work out and now it's a uh you're the whitest person I, on earth I'm a bit, but it's like, uh, no, 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 i swear to god like it was something like doctor something i don't know if it was like mcdougall or like doctor blah 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 but it was doctor something's ice cream something and now it's i don't know the name but it's i think it's a mexican ice cream factory which is weird that that particular location has only been for ice cream as long as i've seen yeah. it that's why i just brought it up look at ice cream why the fuck does this place keep turning into different um iterations of a damn <laughs> ice cream shop like, i don't, I don't know else? you think it's like the same guy trying to do like no, no, no. Ice cream works. I just got to find the right gimmick. Like, right. It's the same owner. He just keeps repackaging the same shit. Yeah. You know, oh, it's, it's not dude. a Snickers. It's a chocolate bar that has peanuts, nougat, and caramel. <laughs> it's not a Snickers. It's a Snonkers. <laughs> instead, in, in, instead of peanuts, we use cashews. Like, <laughs> right. We just cut oh, them in oh. half. They, they basically look like peanuts when they're cut in half. <laughs> I'm not, but um, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> uh, we're back. It, that is if I edit any of that. I mean, I have to, but like, whatever. I don't want to edit that. Back. <laughs> um, so let's just jump into the Nagano fight. Um, I saw. There was other good fights on that card, bro. Let let let's pump the brakes. There was other good fights on that card, bro. All right, I forgot them, but tell me. Oh, <laughs> I straight you, forgot them. The early prelims. Uh, sorry, the the preliminary card. Sure, there was a lot of good. Oh, there was a lot of good. Alonzo Menafield getting that submission. Yeah, I, I remember there being a lot of finishes. Uh, like, there, yeah, there's only a couple finishes, but the the fights were good. Um, I mean, some, a couple finishes are a lot. <laughs> Straight up, you know how that could be. Well, be a lot. Uh, well, uh, that uh, that Ariel guy, the. It was a, it's a, it's, it's the double name. It's like, uh, it's like Mark Anthony or something. Um, oh, here it is. Uh, Mark Andre Burial versus Abu Alcazar in the third round with four seconds left. Are you kidding me? Yeah. 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 That was, yeah. come on. 
I mean, then you, I mean, you had some, de- you had some de- uh, decisions between them and the uh, next finish, but it was like good fights. Like Abu Akbar uh, was uh, uh, Nurmagomedov's uh, cousin. Yeah, could be. I mean, I'm not saying that it was a bad call. I'm just saying like the uh, the anticipation for the main event. Well, and usually this doesn't happen. Usually it doesn't, but like the anticipation for the main event just eclipsed everything to me. Like, yeah. uh, usually I can pull two or three fights out of there that were like, oh, this is the fight I really cared about. But, like, no, not on this one. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the main was the, uh, it was the main course. And I didn't, I didn't eat any bread. You know, I didn't want any bread or salad. I just wanted steak. Well, uh, the whole main you card. Go, you go through the, the rest of the card. Well, yeah, the whole main card lived up to the hype, man. Like, you, you look at the first fight of the card, which was uh, the Malarkey versus Worthy one. And like, if you were to if you were to put two people next to each other and be like, who's gonna win this fight? I would never have picked Jamie Malarkey in that sense. And honestly, like a couple seconds in, didn't look like it was gonna be, and then he just popped him one and got him. You know, like, hey, good on him, dude. You know, so whatever. But I, I was really looking forward to Kama Worthy really <laughs> making a statement, and that just didn't happen. <laughs> and then, I mean, the one after that was but uh, my my girl uh, Miranda Maverick. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, I my my girl Amanda Maverick beating uh uh Jillian uh Robertson. Uh yeah, I think it's Jill- yeah, here it is. Sorry. I'm I am looking it up. My internet's really slow right now. Uh Jillian Robertson versus Miranda Maverick. Dude, like Miranda Maverick, like I said, she's gonna fight uh Barber next, and you know, the winner of that really gets ice cream. So I'm just saying. Like triple scoop, double scoop. You could have a pint. You could have Macy like, Bar- like what? Oh, like what? Macy Barber is she's good. Don't don't worry about Macy Barber. I just I don't know if she's gonna she's be Miranda shot. Maverick. Stand there. Miranda she, Maverick she, has. Did you do you remember her stand up, bro? Do you remember like her her ground game? Like she had she had a complete package. I don't know if it's like top level, but she did. Yeah, have I mean, that's the thing about it. Like you know, I think like. We'll see. We'll see. It's not that the Barber fight is a bad one. I just, they're probably going to try to give her co main event or some shit. Like, is this, well, she's, yeah. getting, I mean, she, she's not so. a main event fighter yet. Like, she needs to get a win over, like, Barber. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, no, okay. it's, it's not a bad fight. Go ahead. You're right. You're right. No, no. But I was going to say, uh, the next three are ones that I know, I know you watched because I told you to watch them. You watched them, didn't you? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
I think so. I told you I don't remember that. Sean O'Malley versus uh, Thomas Alameda? Yeah, fuck Sean O'Malley. Hey, oh, Sean O'Malley. Okay, but, here. Yeah, but yeah, hey. but yeah, but you, you want to see him fight Cheeto Vera again, don't you? <laughs> like, I kind of want to see that. Yeah, I needed him to win, yes. If that's what okay, you want. If, if yes, Sean O'Malley is going to have any legitimacy at all, in my head at least, he's got to beat Cheeto Vera. <laughs> so here's what I want to say about Sean O'Malley. And you can disagree with it, but there is it, it, more of a technical thing. Your job as a fighter is to finish the fight. You know, um, sometimes a finish isn't possible. We understand that. When you are a knockout artist, that is exactly what you better be doing and be aiming for at all times. I understand when you think you got a walk-off home run, you want to make it look all cute and pretty. But let me tell you something. You're a fighter. When you walk away from this without the ref saying the fight's over, you're doing something that you don't think that you're doing. And that thing that you're doing is being unprofessional. Now, I didn't say he couldn't talk to his, his uh, opponent. Did I say that? No. I said, when you leave your opponent down, you the knockout artist. You knock him down, finish the fight. Now, Jorge Masvidal, he talked all the shit in the world, taunted and everything, but he finished that fight and he was pulled off of Ben Askren. He finished it. And then he did what he wanted to do afterwards. Okay? That's why I said it was super necessary. Sean O'Malley doesn't get that. That is actually unprofessionalism. That's what that is. It's not whether or not he smiles or he's complimentary. It's doing your goddamn job to the best of your ability. His abilities allow him to knock a man out, and he thought he had done it and just chilling several times. Just not. He, he actually did something in that fight that's going to get him destroyed by someone else. He took too long. So besides being unprofessional, he was taking way too long and someone else would have just figured him out, you know, and that might happen, but I digress. He's a professional. Fuck him. You go ahead. Honestly, man, I don't even completely disagree. The only things that I'll disagree on are should I, I can't even disagree. I get, I guess I just, I don't agree to the, to the full extent of agreement to where there is a lot of room for disagreement. I don't, I, so I don't know what sure, I'm saying. Sure. Make sense when I actually explain it, I'm sorry. But, uh, I think I know where you're going with it, but like you're saying, yeah. like I might be uh, going a little bit too far, but you don't really understand yeah. how. Well, the, the best thing you said about it was unprofessional. Now I'll put it to you this way. If somebody pimps a home run in the major leagues and it doesn't go over the fence, and they get, you know, like a double. Yeah, that's laughable the one time, right? But that happens so seldomly. How often does how often does it happen in the same game to e even multiple players in the same game? Maybe not at all. Maybe nobody does it at all. Like you hit a home run and you're running because you don't know where the shit that thing's gonna land, you know. And like the the thing about being professional is when you hit a ball exactly. that you're you're not 100% sure about even if you're 99% sure you're not 100% sure but you're 99% sure it's going out you still run it out just you in case. It. You yeah know? you watch it and try yeah. besides besides <laughs> I saw the White Sox lose and his asshole didn't even look at it the Angels hit like a grand slam now he's like a three run homer fuck that guy. He hit that over the weekend yeah. and just walked away. I was like, damn, well, he knew it was gone. He knew it was gone. 
But like, it, that's it, professional it, too. But it hurts even more because hey, I'm a White Sox fan. So I, I'm gonna forget what I'm I'm talking about. <laughs> oh hey, so, I'm, going, trying to, I'm trying to compare. I'm trying to compare it. But uh, so you got the home. You you got the you got the 99. But there are, and this is the redemptive quality of what happened with the O'Malley fight this weekend. So there are those times though when dude. You connect 100% and you can walk it off. When you're like, whack, there's nowhere that's going but over the fence. Like, I, I've hit those balls in softball, which is sad, but whatever. Um, but in terms of fighting with O'Malley, the first time it happened, it was like, dude, do your job. Be a professional. When he, when he hit him and he went down and he tried to walk it off, it was like, bro, be professional. Finish that fight. Make sure he's down. He's trying to walk it off for the highlight, and that's the problem. But because yeah, we've seen Scott, that before, now, yeah. But like you brought when up, Thomas, uh, when, in, in baseball, it doesn't happen that often. Um, but you know, like that doesn't happen in the same game. Not, at all. But not, it, it, it happens. So you got to be. That's just finish it. Well, and, but that's the thing. Like like you said, it doesn't happen in baseball often. But check out the pros; it happens even less because most of those guys, Mike Trout, like you know, being the best example, anything he hits, he runs. 100%. But if he connects with the ball, you know, you you can watch all of his home runs, just about every one of them, he hits and he knows it's gone, drops the bat, jogs it off. You, you can tell off the bat. You know, so like, I get it. You know, you, you connect, you connect. But with, with Sean O'Malley, dude, finish the fight, bro. Like, th- this isn't baseball. Yeah. It's like, you know, whereas even, even if the ball hits off the fence, Mike Trout still has a single that's still salvageable. I mean, bro, what if Almeida had gotten up and honestly, very realistically, from what it looked like, almost knocked him out. He at least made some good contacts. Yes. And that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. Like, Almeida wasn't 100% out of that fight. And people were saying, I'm like, no, he wasn't. I was like, that's fine that you can look at that and go, oh, he's out of the fight. Okay, fine. But, like, if you're looking a little bit past What's what what's in front of you, and you know what's up? Yeah, somebody else like I can't think of a, a combat guy, uh, uh, somebody who can come back, who comes like a Nate Diaz can't do that against him. No, no, you're Chris Lieben, Chris Lieben, the zombie. Sure, sure, sure. Any, there, there are people who are, who are known for taking your best, and then you are in fucking trouble when you think you beat them. You know, yeah. so that you can't, and those can become people. Like, what if I made it had become that guy that night? You know, now Sean O'Malley's... He, he looked like it. He looked like it. I thought he had a, a pretty decent chance. You know, uh, I know O'Malley had hurt him pretty bad a couple times. But I was like, man, he's still in the fight. You know, and O'Malley isn't... He didn't get better as the fight progressed. You know what yeah, I mean? He, he wasn't clean as Clifford. That, that's the I, thing I, that I don't believe he did. I don't believe he did. I think, I think that he yeah. did a significant damage to his opponent. And that his opponent wasn't up to it, but like yeah, I don't all, think all got this that. in a way because because I know I know you and when I when I say it this way, you're gonna be like, okay, that is what it was. The thing is, is O'Malley looked like fragile. Like towards the end of the fight, yeah. he looked fragile, but he was still beating Alameda. You know what I mean? Up until he actually finished him, yeah. he looked fragile. Like when he was stepping, it looked like there was something wrong with his leg. Like, you know, the same one he hurt in the Cheeto Vera fight. It looked like yeah. he's fragile, bro. He might be an injury-prone football player on your fantasy lineup. You I don't think it was like, 
think I know what you're talking about. I was looking at that exact thing, and I think he was just I, I think he was just apprehensive in general. Um, I'm not saying that his striking got bad, but here's the thing. I said he didn't get better. He didn't improve. Now he's already a, look at look at his amazing striking. He's already great. So him not improving is not a knock. It is a knock in the way I'm saying it, but it, he is already really clean. I'm just saying he didn't really close the he didn't really close up some areas and some holes. I would have liked to see. You know, for one, him not finishing that fight was so indicative of his attitude and the fact that he's not a prof- you know like he's a pro fighter man, but he's got to be a professional yes. fighter. No, um, because we agree on that. That's he what I needs mean. to finish his fights when they are there to finish. He needs to stop trying to walk things off and finish the goddamn fight. Like, what What the hell? Like, if you were in a street fight, would you ever walk away from somebody that you knocked out? No. You're going to give them at least one or two good ones to make sure that they have something to remember you by. Like, exactly. like and that's at the very base level. But then when you go into like, you know, uh, like actual like uh, traditional martial art tournaments, like uh, karate tournaments, you know, where you're, you're sparring with people or even BJJ where, you know, you can you can tap somebody like, dude, you, you, you got to finish the fight. If you have an arm bar, you know, you're about to break somebody's arm and you, they're not tapping and they're doing it out of, you know, pride. Sorry, man, that arm is snapping. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, you don't you don't go. Oh, no, I can't break his arm. You go off and I break his arm. Yeah, like Ronda Rousey, you know, uh, yeah, exactly. Ronda Rousey did. That's what, and 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 it was no hard feelings because of that. They both knew what it was. Out of all the hard feelings and animosity they oh, had, no, that, that, was never, over that. that was never Tate's problem with Ronda Rousey. That that's the funniest part. Is like, no, no, no. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, just out of out of the the uh, out of the uh the whole story with them, you know, no matter whose fault it was, I'm just saying that that wasn't a problem, period. You know, like, no, I'm agreeing. I'm, I'm saying like that, that's the funniest part about that is their problems had nothing to do with Rousey breaking her arm. Like if you broke my arm, bro, we're not friends. Like, <laughs> exactly. No, you're right. You know, that, that's why we're not friends. It's not, it's not because you said this or called me that or did that. It's because you broke my arm. But with those two, there was so much more that, like, the arm break was like, yeah, well, we were fighting. Of course that's going to happen. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, yeah, that's a casualty of war. Like, sure. Like, if, if it happened, if, like, Rhonda, and you know how petty she is, she wouldn't have said anything. We're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like, yeah, that no, was in a sure. fight. Like, had it been the opposite, we like, damn, she caught me in one. Like, you know? Yeah. That, that's that's the beauty of fighting, though. But, like, let's, let's get back to... Uh, to the yes. uh, O'Malley O'Malley thoughts that you were you were sharing, but like, well, yeah, kind of fuck him. He sucks. Okay, well here here's the thing, man. As a like, in in terms of what I saw, I'm really really excited for his next fights. You know what I mean? But at the same time, bro, I'm not falling in love because this guy is breakable. Like, and even if it's not even uh you know because of somebody else and it's on his own accord, like Sean O'Malley mark my words, is breakable. He is fragile. This motherfucker, I watched the Cheeto verify, and yeah, he landed, you know, a good calf kick or two, but, bro, O'Malley is breakable. He is no, injured I'm, from... I'm with, I'm with you, man. I'm totally yeah. with you. Uh, uh, and and I, I'm, I'm really excited to see him fight, too, but I want to see him get his fucking head torn off. Um, 
So that's why I'm excited. To see <laughs> you got to fight Cheeto before I take anything else seriously, man. Like the thing is, is he's got uh, or, or with the one that they're they're ta- they're uh, talking about, the one that I saw that uh, even he, uh, the other guy was talking about too. Dominic Cruz, I would watch that fight in a heartbeat. Like, um, I would buy a card with that's that. Glad you said that because he fights. You know who he who who Sean Sean O'Malley reminds me of? Cody Garbrandt. Uh, arch nemesis. He's injury prone, but he's fragile in that way. And Cody Garbrandt has no chin. I hope he has become a fan of the show. Oh. He, I haven't gotten a death uh, a death note, so he can't be yet. But uh, yeah, I mean uh, that would be great. Matter of fact, Bro, instead of Dominic who, Cruz, like, you, would you buy? Would you buy the card? Would you do anything to see that fight? Because I think you should. Garbrandt and O'Malley. Yeah. Oh, that, fuck that'd yeah. be such a good fight to watch. I'm gonna play pool during that fight. I don't give a fuck. We're not doing the fight, but doing that card. I don't give a fuck what you say. I, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna have the pool table out and I'm gonna be relaxing. I, I will be pants off during that fight, and that's just uh, as a fan. That, that's just as a man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that might have to be the title of this. And that, that's just as a man. No, no, just as a fan. Oh, oh, well, no, yeah. it's not just, just as a just man. as funny, yeah. I mean, whatever. <laughs> you fucking killed my joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah. Actually, well, I, I, I don't think Dominic Cruz is gonna light him up, bro. I know, I know, O'Malley's got hands, but so did Garbrandt, and he couldn't actually get towards Dominic Cruz unless he employed that game plan he did, which was phenomenal. Do not get me wrong, but the chance of someone else executing that game plan against Dominic Cruz is highly unlikely, man. He's in and out before you know it. And and O'Malley is fast, but I don't know if he has what it takes to I mean, that's how that's why we had a fight, so we can see, right? Yeah. But fuck him. Um well, sure. Well, here's here's the digression because well, we haven't had a podcast in a while, and that's mostly my fault, so I'm sorry. Uh, to our fans, not to you, but uh, to our fans. Um, <laughs> but Dominic Cruz, in his last fight, looked like he still had stuff left in the tank. He looked just a little ring rusty, honestly. Yeah, he 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 had some ring rust. I I wasn't I wasn't particularly thrilled about it, but like, uh, he he, he just took it as an easier fight, and I'm okay with that. He didn't. Really I don't. I don't all call out. Casey Kenny an easy fight, man. I, I say he took it as an easier fight, and that's not a disrespect to somebody. Look, no, I, I just don't think he did. Oh, let me say this: Kenny was right where. Just because you and I don't really know who Casey Kenny is, doesn't mean that Dominic Cruz no. did not fucking take that fight seriously. Because Casey Kenny impressed me. No, I didn't say he didn't take it seriously. I said he took it easier, meaning he was not going to leave it all out there. You know, he wasn't going to take unnecessary risk and stuff like that. It wasn't for a title or nothing. You know, he just kind of, he, uh, he was he was safe. He was safe. He was very safe in that fight. He's always I, 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 I mean, I, it's not a truth, but I think I, he's really... I, I heavily disagree. There's no way he took that fucking fight like safely or took the easy road or anything like Casey Kenny was gunning for some heads, dude. The only thing that Dr. Cruz has is movement. Cruz, man. We're talking about, uh, uh, we, we're talking about one of the guys you could consider a goat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, Dominic Cruz. So it's not like, it's levels to it. I'm saying 
this wasn't he, the level of fight where he needed to bring his um championship game to it. Is all I'm saying. Well, I mean, obviously they weren't going to throw him into the you know the the lion's den, but at the same time, I I don't think that throwing him into the Casey Kenny den was any easier. You know what I mean? I, I feel what you're saying. I just I do. <laughs> I think it was definitely easier, which is why they did it. Well, I mean, the only thing that Dominic had on Casey Kenny was a name. Like at the same time, like that was that might have been the best fight of the night. You know what I mean? Like in terms of like what was competitive, that might have been the best fight of the night. You I, know, I, I think I think I think Kenny did a really good job against him too. I mean, like I say, it's, it's, I don't fucking say that, dude. Not easy. Tell him, tell him, Casey Kenny. I think you did a good job. Casey Kenny, I think you did a good job. However, you were <laughs> Dominic Cruz. And that's okay. He knows he's not. He thought he was, and he ain't. That's okay, though. I might have thought. I thought Megan Anderson, okay, I'm going to throw myself under the bus. Since everybody think I'm shitting on Casey Kenny, look, I thought Megan Anderson might have had what it takes to be good. I was wrong. You said that. Yeah, in our last podcast, you said, hey, you know, I think we both said it, actually, uh, that Megan Anderson might surprise people with some power. But at the same time, like, what what does power mean to Amanda Nunes? Like she's what gonna absorb it? Like <laughs> you know, I just that that Amanda Nunes versus or Nunes versus uh, Megan Anderson fight was so anticlimactic for what I thought was coming. And I remember you hyping it up a little bit, but like uh, I had maybe- to, I had to because here's the thing: going into it, what were you thinking? Exactly what was going to happen was going to happen. Like that was our immediate thought. When we I'll, all I didn't was think she was gonna I didn't think she was gonna choke Megan Anderson out. I thought she was gonna knock Megan Anderson out. <laughs> we knew she was gonna lose immediately. When we yeah, first got we was like, oh, she's gonna lose immediately. Yeah. That's not fun. We can't do that. You know, like we all got the thought like, oh my gosh, she's gonna be destroyed. But you know, um, that's what happened. So <sighs> why do you remind me of that? Sorry, we haven't done a podcast in a while. Megan, you fucking dummy. You fucking <laughs> dummy. What's your stupid name, Megan? Uh, next next uh, fight from that 260 card was, uh, what was it, Luke versus Woodley? And uh, who did I call besides Charles Oliveira being the next big, big thing? Uh, Luke. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm with you, bro. I'm with you. You say, who, who's he fighting next? Yeah. I'll, I'll admit when I'm wrong, like I was wrong about Shabazian, or at least at the time, like I was wrong about Shabazian. I was wrong, uh, um, honestly Sandhagen. I was kind of wrong about for the one fight against Sterling where he got lucky apparently. Um, so I'm not Ooh. even gonna get myself as wrong as that. <laughs> I, I kind of confused him, but like yeah, I, I knew he was wrong on one of them, but like I've been uh, high- it, was kind of, it was kind of a toss up. I was like it, whatever, whichever one of them doesn't prove to be whoever. It, it's, it's whatever. Like well, I wasn't mad about in, it. In terms of the men's divisions, uh, sucked though. Been really high on four fighters: Sandahagen, Shabazian, Luke, and uh, Oliveira. And look at where Oliveira is. Luke is on that same path. Shabazian and Sandahagen, they're not honestly far off, even with the losses. You know. Like, watch out for those four guys, man. Like, Oliveira is going to be the next champ. He's going to beat Michael Chandler. And I like Michael Chandler. I, but, I, I, I believe 
too. I believe so too. Um, I really want to really want to break down that fight because. Uh, oh, we will. We'll, let's get through this card and then we'll break that down. I just wanted to bring it up, you know, just because I know it's a tantalizing talk, but. As a matter of fact, I think we should save it. Fuck the fuck the listeners. You're gonna you have to wait. I know. I know you're the fans, but you're gonna have to wait. Been a while. And well, I have to get my box off. Hey, we're we're gonna touch. We're gonna touch. It's no we, we, we can touch tips. It's okay. Um but the Tyron Woodley Vicente Luque fight, um man, you know, honestly, that's the best version of Woodley I've seen in a while. Still not good enough, apparently. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, God. I was like, oh, shit, he's throwing bombs right now. And it was like, oh, shit, it means yeah, the first time, Whatever. He's terrible. It, it, well, it was, the fir- it was the first time I've ever seen Woodley get knocked around. Like, I've seen him, you know, get, like, you know, beaten up. I've seen him get out class. Like, but it was the first time I saw somebody, like, weather his storm and then knock him around on the go back. You know what I mean? <laughs> Vincente Luque was having none of that shit. Like, <laughs> I think everyone should be afraid of Luque because he can only get better, man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. That was that. I I I thought Luque was gonna win, but I thought it was gonna be a lot more of a grueling, grinding, find a way to beat this kind of guy sort of fight. But the way it turned out it was like, okay, so Woodley basically bull rushed him in a technical way tried to throw the right bombs in the right spot, landed a few good ones. I mean, Luque did earn the win, yeah. man. Like, he took some shots, you know, but then Luque starts to get, you know, give it back. And honestly, Tyron Woodley, the one holding his game is he cannot take it. He can give it, but he can't take it. And, yep. and I mean, like, he's always had a good chin. I mean, he has, what, seldom been actually, like, clean knocked out. I think he's been, you know, submitted as many times as he's been clean knocked out. But like, otherwise, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, him. I mean, I'm gonna give him that, but it's, he can't take it. Even the first Wonder Boy fight, I honestly thought that Wonder Boy beat him in a technical sense. Like, I, I didn't see Woodley winning yeah. that fight. Yeah. That's second, too. I that second too. fight, I'll give it to him. Woodley came out like he did in the Luke fight recently, and you know, used his wrestling a lot more effectively. Um, that, but that's what you're going to get against, you know, Wonder Boy is your, your wrestling is going to be a lot more effective, which is going to set up other, other things. But with Luke, Luke's wrestling, his jujitsu, his grappling in general is all very good. So he knew he, uh, Woodley knew he couldn't take Luke down, you know, just at, at a whim and like expect anything, you know, productive. So he was trying to throw at them. So he wanted to establish, you know, the the kind of the blitzkrieg where he's throwing all his bombs and, you know, just lefts and rights and lefts and straights and jabs and crosses and hooks and up just everything he has at Luke connecting with honestly a couple of that back in the day would have knocked somebody out, you know, but yeah. Luke took it, took yeah, it. No, no. Yeah, and then you know, Luke did his thing, man. Like Luke realized that, you know, he couldn't let uh pressure the pressure of the situation get a hold of him. So, you know, he kept calm through the storm and man did he fire back. And bro, watch out for Vincente Luque. Like that guy is a good. I've been watching. Even in a loss, he's good. So that's that's what's great about him. Yeah. Um, even in a loss, he looks good. Yep. And bro, he and- Honestly, he's such a good fight. You can put him against anyone at this point. Like he 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 could even step in for a title against uh, Usman, and it would make sense. 
You know, yeah. like that, that, yep. that's not even a bad thing. He could step in against Masdevall. It would make sense. Like, whatever. Put a name here. Vincente Luque can fight them in a logically sound fashion, you know? <laughs> yeah. And you you have been saying that for a while, though. Uh, it, I just wanted to see. You said you said that for over a year. I won't say over a year. That can't yeah, over, be right. Yeah, it might I've, be right. I've, I've been I've been on Vincente Luque's nuts since I think I think I think since he fought fought Wonder Boy. Possibly, possibly. Yeah, let, let, let me let me look at look at that because uh, I know I can uh, I know I can pinpoint it. But uh, keep talking. Oh yeah, you want you want to hear my voice now? <laughs> no, but yeah. um, yeah, no, you're. Uh, uh, what, what other fight? Tell me before you find all of that. What was what was? I want to get to the Nagano to the Nagano fight. Is that the is that the? Next it one? was the Wonder Boy fight. That was his last loss. Was the Wonder Boy fight? Yeah, and and, and that's understandably so. Speaking of Wonder Boy, he I love Wonder, Wonder Boy, and you know I love Wonder Boy, but I'll take Luke in that rematch every time. I used to like Wonder Boy, and then he got Tyrone Woodley syndrome. Like he was really good, knocking people out. And it was like, oh, I don't know how to fight anymore, or oh, I'm not as good as you. Just I just looked. So never mind. Fuck him until he learns how to do what he used to do consistently. He can kiss my ass. Kiss <laughs> my ass too. Well, here, here's the problem. A lot of cursing. So fuck those people. Fuck Megan Anderson. No, <laughs> my bad. It turned into a two it's like a hate speech. <laughs> turned it turned into hit him up. <laughs> all, like all, you, you should uh, you should title this one hate speech. Like <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. But I, I might. Yeah, not not yeah. today's culture. But no, like honestly, like it, to digress for a second about Wonder Boy. Like we'll keep it in the the Wonder Boy division. But to uh, Wonder Boy. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Is a victim of tradition. Like, you, you bet he got into kickboxing after he was a black belt in traditional martial arts and you know he was pretty young at that point so he was a stud oh wait yeah i don't think he lost the kickboxing fight you know if he did it was only one and it was like so he comes in the ufc where there's all these guys that have been doing everything you know you know jujitsu wrestling you know stand up whatever clinch whatever you know like everyone's doing all that so then he starts beating these guys because his stand-up is that good you know and then he starts to try to you know work on his ground game but He's at such a point in his career, and he's so like, dude, the guy has like, you know, he he's salt and pepper, bro. Like in the hair, like he's been salt and pepper since I've watched him in the UFC, bro. Like he doesn't have many like 
effective championship years left. And I, and by that, I mean like maybe 2021 is the last one, you know, I think he has a good run left in him. I don't think he's going to be champion uh, aside from a freak knockout, which I mean, which takes a lot of credit from his skill, but like if he knocks somebody out like Mazdaval or Usman or Luke, like in a championship fight, it's because all of those years of precision paid off. It's not because he's the better fighter. It's because he has precision in what he does striking wise. He is not the complete package. He would never win a rematch after that. He's not going to, in my opinion, he's not even going to get to that point. He, he's just going to run out of gas, man. Like you could only strike at that kind of a level for so long before the wrestling, the jujitsu, the clinch, people getting just as good, if not better than you at striking. Like if your coach is Trevor Whitman, like Kamara Usman's is, bro, that's a baseline that I don't even think somebody like Steven Thompson has. So like, I mean, <laughs> there's not on the outlook of Steven Thompson in the welterweight division, you know? Well, um, I'm just going to put it a little bit more simply. Uh, he's trash now. He, he didn't start off that way, but he's trash. No. He's straight, he's straight no. trash. He, no. can't, he can't do straight. Look, look, look. One thing I can respect. Um, um, God damn. Not the name thing again. Why am I forgetting that? But one thing I can forget. <laughs> one thing I can, I can respect about Cowboy Donald Cerrone. Remember his full name and his nickname. Thank you very much. One thing I can respect about him is that he wanted a championship run, and he went for it. I do not respect that he didn't do a goddamn thing against Conor McGregor in that fight, but I respect <laughs> the path he put himself on. And when we talk about fighters, they got to be, you saying he don't have a lot of championship, um, you know, left? what the fuck is he doing then? Get off my fucking TV. You, oh, I'm here to make money. Do that by winning championships too, dumbass. Damn. Well, here's the thing. I'm not gonna tell Steven boy. Thompson. No, I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna tell Stephen Thompson to his face that he's not championship material. I'm now, tell that to his face. He is not championship material. He used to be, and he disgusts me. Here, here's the thing. I'll tell him that I don't think his odds are very high, but I'm not gonna straight up be like, "Nah, you a bitch," because he's not a bitch. You know what I mean? He's not. I said he's trash now. Now, here's the thing. No, it's not, he, you, you say actually trash. You know, like you walk no. around not being good. Like you can still get the win. He's not but, one of those guys like Ben Askren who would have never, ever wow. in a million years beaten Jorge Masdevall at that point in his career. Like that old at that you know spot, there's no way, no way. I would say beginning Ben Askren, the hungry Ben Askren. You know, the younger Ben Askren with the better chin, the, you know, physically better chin, like, bro, that would have been a better fight at the very least. It would have lasted longer, but there's no way that Ben Askren would have ever beaten Jorge Masdaval. And, 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 you know, I feel the same way about, like, Stephen Thompson versus, you know, Kamaru Usman. Like, what's Stephen Thompson going to do to Kamaru Usman? Nothing. He's not going to do anything. He, he might knock him yes, out. That's my thing, though. Like, so, of course, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm being funny about it and all that stuff, as I like to be. But, you know, like, because I don't really 
I don't hate any of these people, really. There's a couple people I absolutely hate. We'll get to them, too. Sean Jones, we'll be coming for you. Uh, <laughs> no, but um, I don't hate him at all or anything like that. But um, when people start to lose, I don't know what happens in their brain. Maybe it's uh, fight or flight. But they don't change their co- coaching. They don't they don't get through the holes in their games. Like, they, you cannot do the same thing. They're insane. They do the same thing, and they expect different results. Like, you had the same coach, dude. Like, when me and you saw Kamara Usman had changed coaches and stuff like that and said how his striking improved, we was like, oh, shit. And then we saw Nagano, and we went, oh, shit. You know, like, this dude's trying to win. Like, he's not trying to just change a little here and there, and he think he has the winning formula. If he didn't win, he's like, fuck it. I'm going to start over from scratch. Let me do this, this, and that. Like, what the fuck is wrong with Ronda Boy that he didn't see that he he isn't championship material? Do we both think that Woodley lost that fight, that first fight to him? Yep. I think Ronda Boy uh, technically beat him. I think that he did. I didn't see anything that would make me believe that, that Woodley effectively beat him in that fight. Cool. Why didn't he win that second fight then? Why didn't Wonder Boy outright win that second fight? Well, Wonder Wonder Boy kind of got, you know, blitzkrieged on that fight. Like, honestly, I, I, rem- I remember watching it and be like, everything that uh, Woodley landed, whether it was less or more or whatever, was more explosive at the very least. So, but you, but my point is like, you know, he had his opportunity. You know, and he 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 didn't seize the day, man. Yeah. He, he seized the day, right? and and when you don't do that, you put yourself in a position to just always be backpedaling, you know. And now he's backpedaling. He's never gonna like you said everything you said, and that's for a reason. The reason I'm giving is he never took the time to improve his game to a championship level. It was at a championship level when he fought Woodley the first time, and you know what Woodley did? He improved on his game. Did he improve from that? He didn't improve. He didn't improve on it a little bit. He I didn't think improve. that was the max that Woodley have. I feel like you were going Try again. To, you know, that's okay. one hundred percent Tyron Woodley versus ninety nine percent Stephen Wonderboy, and I, I think the one percent made a difference. Yeah, that's that, and that, that's exactly what I'm saying too. Like, I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying he beat his ass. No, that's exactly what I'm saying. That he barely, barely. What? I'm that, no, I'm sorry. I, he, I'm saying that he barely beat him, but that little percentage was enough. And that's one of the boys not better than him by that small percentage. You know, and that that made everything. That's gonna that's gonna um affect his entire career because he's not gonna get get close to that again. You know, so it's I if if Wonder Boy were to go on some sort of streak, like if he would be all knocked all the way down and then come back up and you know go on a streak, we can have a conversation. You know, mm-hmm. but he would have had to really evolve his game. Um, it's just it's he's not worth us talking about. A second more in this podcast. What was the next fight? <laughs> well, that was the next between Miocic and Ngannou. Stipe caught Ngannou. Don't know if you saw it, but he actually caught him. Yeah, he, he, no, I saw it. It just really grazed him. Because it, yeah. it, it didn't mean anything. <laughs> like, 
Come yeah, on. Like, he, he caught him, though, and people were like, oh, Nagano walked him down. I'm like, that is not what the fuck he did. Nagano mm-hmm. was very patient, and then when he, the second he wasn't impatient, and he was in front of Stipe, Stipe tagged his ass. And he got, but Nagano woke up after that. He woke up, he fired back, he responded. Beautiful from him. He responded, and uh, he, 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 didn't let the moment become too big for him. You know, he he didn't retreat, but he remained patient. I like that he fired back. He almost didn't fire back because it wasn't the it wasn't the great like it wasn't the great punches, but he fired back because he got caught. So that was great. But uh, that's about the extent of what Stipe did was he he caught him one, and we were almost going like, damn. Uh, Steve Page, you know, magically did it again, but that's not what happened, and I want you to take it from there. Well, Steve Page did two things. I, I know you're only getting him credit for he one. one. <laughs> no, he he did two things, and that was he caught him, like you said, and he also shot for I think two takedowns, and or at least the one, and just got completely denied. Like not, not something Columbia, I got. That's not something he did. That's something that Ganu did because it failed. No, no, no. Because that was that was the other thing he could do was take oh, a sure, shot. Sure, sure, sure. But <laughs> he's not gonna get the job with him. Like at that point, like when you know you're not gonna win the stand-up war, and you're like you only have two options: try to catch him or shoot. So like, yeah, no, nothing worked. <laughs> that was that was one of the. Okay, so on two ends, that was one of the scariest displays of the next coming of the division that I've ever seen, and on a human humanistic level, I, it, oh, Francis and Ganu is the scariest person I've ever seen in my life. If that, if if a person can be as effective as him and do everything, wrestling, jujitsu. Uh, you know, grappling in general, you know, striking, kicking, uh, you know, precision, what, whatever you want to put. If they're checking every box and they're like Francis Ngannou with that final box, which is power, bro, that is scary. Now, I, I, I know, I know yeah. we're flirting with the line here. John Jones is a part of the conversation, but don't, but don't do it, Sean. I know you want to. Don't do it. Don't do it yet. We've got to talk about this fight with Stipe because Stipe deserves to have the fight talked about. Now it's not going to go in his favor, but oh my God, if somebody was going to beat Stipe, that's how Stipe needed to be beaten because I would not have taken a Cormier decision over Stipe versus a Nganu domination. You know what I mean? Like, dude, like, yeah. Already saw both of them. He loses. I, and I don't like that. Steve well, Pate does not learn until he loses. Well, well, and honestly, like, I don't think, I don't think anyone's going to beat Nganu unless it's John Jones until Nganu is ready to retire. But at the I, same time, like, yeah, and yeah, Cormier knocked out Stipe, but Stipe also re-knocked out Cormier, so like that, honestly, pretty even in my book. But when it comes down to the third fight, when we saw what we saw, okay, who's going to beat that Stipe? Apparently, Francis Ngannou, which is Daniel Cormier, with adequate wrestling and way more power. <laughs> so <laughs> Now, to be, to be, um, I don't know, devil, to play devil's advocate, 
I'm not even playing devil's advocate. That's a man that owns a victory against uh, Nagano. Like, I mean, Stipe is one of them, you know, and um, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is not the type of guy you can out. I'll tell you why, because he's already beat him. He has a chin. This episode is brought to you by Allianz Travel Insurance. If you're the type of traveler who leaves everything to the last minute, then annual travel insurance was made for you. Buy your plan today, and you're covered for every trip you take in the next 365 days. Enjoy peace of mind knowing you're protected, whether you're heading out for a weekend getaway or an international vacation. Get the travel protection trusted by more than 70 million American travelers. Get a quote at AllianzTravelInsurance.com. And if Nagano gets caught, he is in just as much trouble as if he were fighting himself. It's like fighting himself. It's a mirror match. Well, I, there, well there, I don't there, you, you, know, you make a great point. You make a great point with that Derek Lewis matchup because the only thing that I'm thinking about is John Jones, but you're absolutely right. Derek, Derek Lewis can catch knock anybody out, put him to sleep. He, he can knock out anybody. But he, here, here's the part about that, though, is either way, in Ganu or Lewis, one of those guys is going to fight John Jones. Now, here's the thing. Do you want Francis Ngannou or Derek Lewis fighting John Jones? After what I saw against Stipe Miocic, I'd rather have Francis Ngannou, even if Lewis can manage to knock Ngannou out. You know what I mean? Like, I saw saw a skill set. I saw development. I saw a wherewithal. I saw something from Francis Ngannou that I haven't seen from a fighter that was at his level coming into that fight or into a rematch. It was a complete, like, it was like a 720, you know, more like than like, you know, 180, 360. But like, it, it was like, boom, 900 Tony Hawk status, dude. Like, that guy spun a couple different shells before he really realized how to use his power and what he means. Like, you know everyone is going to feel what he throws. If you catch a punch from him, of course you're going to know it. You're going to feel it for the rest of the fight, and you're going to be wary of it. But the second you're like, all right, well, my wrestling's better than his, and it's not, dude, you're in for trouble. I don't know if it's going to be a long trouble or a very, very short. Probably a shorter trouble than what you think. <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah. think it's going to be a lot quicker than you think. Like, you're, was... you're in trouble. <laughs> John Jones. John Jones is a little bitch anyway. You know that. No, yeah. I know him as yeah. a fighter. He, I, he really I don't is. think he's that big of a bitch. I think he might be the only per the only example of an athlete that is the old way, you know, where he can party and drink and do all that stuff and still show up. Like, remember, babe, babe, Ruth, I don't mind him babe. being Rick Flair if that's what you're calling him. I don't mind you saying that at all. You can call him the modern day Rick Flair of MMA. I'm okay no, no, with no, that. No, no, no. I will never call him anything comparatively to fake fighting. But I will compare him to Mickey Mantle, who was a just a god-awful alcoholic. I will compare him to Babe Ruth, who ate hot dogs between innings. Like, dude, sometimes you do some shit, you know, like, and it's not beneficial, and it's not like, you know, it's not what the, you know, the other good guys do. But you're also better than them. There's something special about you, and John Jones has that. My only problem is he is a little bitch when you're, when you're saying it like that. He is a little bitch. Stop asking for money. Start asking for glory. 
You have money, bro. Fuck you. If you're asking for fucking 20 mil for a fight and you turn down a $10 million offer from what it sounds like, fuck you. Take that goddamn fight. Establish your legacy. Become the greatest. He still has prime left in his career. Just because. Don't do what Fedor. Sorry. Do what Fedor did, but don't do it the way he did it, which was quiet. Well, I was going to say, like, Fedor did what he did quietly. Everyone gave him the praise, which was the only noise around him. But in terms of Fedor, it wasn't like Fedor was like, yeah, I'll fucking fight this guy. Like, I'll fucking do this. I'll do that. Fedor wasn't getting caught, you know, snorting coke off of strippers' ass cracks and shit. Like, Fedor was wasn't doing it. But he didn't get caught. No, no, no. He probably was. Honestly, he was probably doing more coke off of more ass cracks than Jones. But at the same time, he didn't talk about it. You know? And But that's the thing. is test immediately after. Not that he was tested, but whatever. You get what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But, like, at the same time, <laughs> Fedor was never in the UFC. He never had the, the GOAT quality writing on him that jones does now you can make an argument for uh for fedor as the greatest of all uh for the greatest heavyweight of all time uh that's only because jones hasn't fought in heavyweight and him and khabib would be my fucking yeah. main arguments against fedor you know so it, it's it's one of those things where like john jones is making such a fool of himself by not quickly and humbly accepting the first offer that came to the table. He's trying to hold out. He's trying to point fingers. He's trying to get exactly. more money. And, and, and it's disgusting. It, it fucking makes me sick that this motherfucker is denying everyone the greatest you know what I'm gonna do? that we've ever seen. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get, I'm going to get, and, and people not understanding who the opponents are and, and who, two people that haven't done this, if, if I'm going to make a little bit of an argument. It's not even an argument. It's a fact. It's something that I hate personally. It's usually black athletes that do this. Now, I'm not saying that uh, white athletes don't um, hold out for money and stuff like that, but black athletes have this really fucked up thing that they do. Antonio Brown, how did he screw, how did he screw over the Raiders? You know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And black athletes had this stupid fucking chip on their shoulder, and it's ridiculous. It's fucking dumb. Now, of course, not all of them, because if any dumb fuck gets in the comments and tries to message me and say, not all of them, Nagano's not one of them, stupid. And then there's Usman. You know what I'm saying? There's sli a slightly different heritage, but that's not the point. Skin color is the same. I'm gonna ride with that. My point is, man, can we just get somebody who's humble and goes in there and does his damn job? Now, Michael Jordan was an asshole to people, right? He really was. Who gives a fuck? When he got on that camera, he didn't do any of that. He made his company look good. He got paid bullshit, bullshit for decades, man. By a guy who owns a fucking baseball team. The same baseball team in the same city as him. And he's watched them spend money on athletes for that baseball team instead of him. Instead of getting them people he needed and stuff like that. Luckily, they were great to draft. But you get where I'm going with it. You get what I'm saying. He he can't be in GOAT conversations because of shit like this. How you the greatest all time? 
when the first thing you did was deny people to fight. You know? Was Muhammad Ali doing that shit? No. Not like that anyway. You know what I'm saying? Let's say he did. What, like, but then he wasn't. Because all you do is go in there and be the best. Mike Tyson didn't give a fuck. Mike Tyson was like, nah, put him in front of me and I'm gonna fuck him up, whoever it is. And that's the mentality you gotta have. And the first thing, the first thing that went wrong was, the first thing that didn't come out of his mouth was, I can't wait to fuck him up and show you I'm the best. It was like, nah, I need to get paid. It was like, you, it was like, cool. You know, you do need to get paid. I get where you're coming from. But like, it cannot be... I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll put it to you this way. If I was to put two options on the table, one is I'll fuck you up. That's option one. I'm just gonna fuck you up <laughs> in front of everyone. National TV. Right, right. I'm just gonna fuck you up. And you're like, I right, that no, what's option two? My other option is I'm gonna fuck you up, but there's gonna be ten million dollars more involved than there was before. Then which one are you gonna take? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, you're gonna take the ten million dollar option. <laughs> like, at least I'm getting fucked up for a bunch of money. So at the same time, like, I believe that John Jones has what it takes to beat Ngannou, and I don't necessarily disagree with the business decision. But I think in terms of his legacy, he's really putting a question mark. I don't remember Khabib ever done. Yeah. I don't remember Khabib ever denying a fight. Now, he retired, and there's a lot of speculation about his 30th win, but at the same time, he retired. It's not like he's like, oh, I may, I may not. No, he's like, I retired, so if I don't fight, then fucking don't be disappointed. I mean, yeah, there's the GSP, there's the GSP thing, but, like, dude, unless Dana White wants to come up with 10 mil for each of them, if not, like, fuck off. It's the GSP versus Khabib, or it's the highway for Khabib, you know what I mean? Whereas John Jones is like, I could fight. I could fight anyone. I just need like seventy thousand million dollars. And it's like, come on, dude. Like that's that's not what's gonna happen. You're not gonna get that because you're inconsistently in the ring. You know. Yeah. And you know what? He's actually not reliable either. Like, let's just be for real. His track record is terrible. If you were to give him fifty million dollars, let's say, he'd be like, yeah, this is what you should be paying me. And then he turns around and fails the test. What the fuck? It's like, bro, like you just fucked up my whole get my whole sport. Yeah, we got the money. And not only am I gonna take some of your purse for that, but like now you're gonna devalue the legitimacy of what we do here, which you've already actually done quite a bit. It's not like that's you know, you say wrestling's fake all the time. We're good for good reason. Guess what? John Jones brings that same type of heat to UFC MMA, period. Like Whenever people people don't really get that shit, they go, oh, man, everybody's juice. It's like, they're not, but, like, I get what you're saying. Like, I can't really argue with the fact that that stigma's already out there, you know, like it is. And he's one of the main reasons that is out there, or people like him, I should say not. But him, too, though. Him, too. You know, I, I, he, he, the first thing you do when you're a champion, you go, I'm going to whoop the next guy's ass. That's what you do. That's what you do. You say that first. You say, I'm going to whoop his ass immediately. And then you talk about the money. You know, like, you can't just say, like, in boxing it happens too often where Floyd needed, Floyd Mayweather of all people needed more money to fight Pacquiao. More money to fight this guy. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That's right. My gears. Oh, my God. Just, what? 
that still grinds my gears that he that that fight yeah. never happened when it should have. Just like the GSP Silva one. Oh man, like when these guys start asking for more money, it's just like, what are you afraid of, man? Like it's like you already fight for bullshit. The second you started fighting for this amount was kind of like, well, this is what you're gonna fight for. The, the <laughs> most, most understandable. The, the most understandable holdout was the GSP Silver one because they were so close in weight. Their primes were happening at the same time. There was so much to lose for both of them. Like, yeah. Now, John, now John, the thing was, is, at title. this point, well, at this point, Silva's already kind of like tarnished any of that being the GOAT. Like, you can make an argument he was the greatest for what his time frame was, but not greatest of all time. So, like... In my opinion, GSP still withstands the test of time where he retired at the same time or at the right time, you know, whereas Silva kept going. You know what I mean? Like, you kept going. You're still losing. Like, he lost to Adesanya. There was, like, a relinquishment. GSP's never lost. Technically, we don't even know if he'll ever lose. Like, he could step in and just be the greatest, you know, whereas, like, you know, we're looking at Silva like, oh, maybe, maybe not. Like, you can make an argument, but, like, I don't know. GSP only has two losses, avenge both of them. Silva has multiple losses, avenge some of them, you know? So in in terms of, like, goat status and holdouts and money and stuff like that, John Jones is being a little bitch. If he wanted to really solidify his legacy and, and get the bigger payday, he's got to accept the first offer, and he should go back and just do it now. Just accept the offer to fight Ngannou at whatever pay, at whatever time frame, whatever. He's already bigger. He's trying to hold out for more money, and it's stupid because, dude, now is your window. You're as good as you'll ever be. I don't think ring rust affects him the same way as it does other fighters, you know? So I, I think he can come back. I think he can be good. But, dude, you you better get good now because w- what's your what's your other option? Fight Blahovich at lightweight or sorry, light heavyweight? What, what, what's your other option? Fight Adesanya? Like, all the, you only get top-level fights now, man. You're only going to get the best of the best of the best. fight Adesanya anymore. Because that would look like, he'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll fight him now. That's, that's some bullshit. It's like, now that you've seen him fight at light heavy, now you want to fight him? Like, you, he wanted you before that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he, at the same time, I, you watched that. You watch that fight against Blahovich. Yeah, I get it. But at the same time, Adesanya wasn't unimpressive. He did a good job. You know? Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just Blahovich just had more in his game, more in his arsenal. He just stepped it up. That's all. It happens. It happens. Well, he, he's a, he's a, he's a, yeah. physically, they're honestly like, if you were to put Blahovich at the same like body type as Adesanya, like, you know, weight and everything like that, if they were completely physically alike, I think Adesanya wins just based on technical prowess. But then, like, you add the power in, you add the ability to take a shot into that. Like, you add, you add a lot of factors into there that just it, it spans uh, uh, just meeting a weight, you know. And I, I think, you know, that's what gave Blahovich the edge was everything else. I don't think Blahovich is a better technical fighter than Adesanya at all. I do think he's a better fighter, though. If that makes sense. No, I got you. I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. Because it's just it's different different things that happen when you when it comes to MMA. It's MMA. You know, there's people who just put it all together one way, 
which is the mixed part. And some people are just good at a martial art. And like Ronda Rousey, she was just good at judo. That was it. Well, she was so damn good at judo, you couldn't stop her, you know? Um, and all she needed was just a tiny bit of boxing in there. You know, it's, it's not like she didn't do any other martial arts. It's just she was great at one, and that's all she needed to be great at, you know? Uh, so, yeah, so I, I get what you're saying. Like, uh, technically, Adesanya's more rounded. He's a better, more skilled fighter. It's just that when you add everything, when you add it all up and when you put it together... The recipe for what Blahovich is is a better recipe than what An and Sonya is at light heavyweight. That makes yeah. it. Uh, I I think I I admire John Jones for trying to get more money too, because if anybody's going to get it, it's him. But I don't think he really understands how the UFC has always worked. Yes, he was the guy that they moved an entire fight card for, but it was for them. <laughs> It wasn't for him. You know, he keeps thinking, oh, man, they love me so much. It was like, no, we make money off of you, a lot of it. And, and you're too stupid to understand if you got your shit together, you could make a lot more of it. But the way you're going about it, no. I, I don't think he's going to win this. I, I really don't. And and the bad part is it's going to be so much tougher when someone else goes to do it. Because you got Conor McGregor that was doing it, right? He got a lot of money. Cool, that's great. Now we're, you know, now... Fuck Poirier for taking that fight. Fuck him. Don't care about him. Fuck him. You were the guy that was telling me that he was gonna... I told you he was gonna do this shit. And I was like, man, don't take that fight. I don't give a fuck how much money it is. They're gonna take you out of... I I was like, they're gonna take him out of the title fight. And they're gonna make him fight McGregor again. You told me no. And that's exactly what the fuck they're doing. They did it twice in a row now. Poirier's a fucking idiot, and I hope he gets knocked the fuck out against the next guy, because fuck Connor. Bro, fuck Dustin for taking that fight. You can take whatever fight you want as seen by John Jones, right? Don't take the fucking fight and say, I want the win, I want the fucking title, I want a title fight. I don't want fucking Connor McGregor, who I knocked the fuck out. You saw him hit me, he got to me in the first round, and didn't do shit. Nothing. It didn't phase me. You guys overreacted about how I might have been wobbled. He wasn't. He fucked him up in the second round. There's no reason to take that fucking fight. Same re- He did him just like Nate Diaz did his ass. There's no reason to see a sec- uh, another one of these fights at all. And you can say money. Okay, sure. You got me there, right? I'm talking about from a logical fighting point of view. There's no fucking way Dustin Poirier should ever sign a fucking contract to fight that clown again. I I don't know what you're getting upset about, man. Like it it's makes perfect. no, it makes complete sense. Okay. okay, so 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 when when's he gonna get a title shot? Does it matter? Yeah, it does. It okay. does. Then did we? Who did we think was gonna fight for the title? Hey, hey, if he beats Conor McGregor, he gets his title shot. But he even knows there's gonna be all. He's gonna have to fight him again, anyway. Like if he doesn't fight him on this one, if Dustin Poirier, Dustin Poirier had gone and beaten Oliveira or Chandler or Gagey again, whoever in in like a you know the the title fight, like he's gonna have to face McGregor either just off the cuff or if McGregor beats one of those guys too, like the one fight wait on what. It's the one fight Poirier could wait on and just sit on. 
He could just sit on that trilogy fight. No. BS has been sitting on a trilogy fight. Just sit on the fucking trilogy fight. That doesn't sit make on. any sense. Why would you sit on a trilogy That's fight when it when the when, when it only makes sense to do it now? Every way, shape, and form makes sense to do it now. Next, you just beat him in the rematch. Beat him again when he's okay. So you can't say Conor McGregor has ring rust after the Poirier fight when he comes and fights Poirier again. He's been training for the same guy for like two years now. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you you can't you can't say that he has ring rust if he loses again. But at the same, I have never said he can rust. I don't even like that with Conor McGregor. That's, no, no, no. That's not if he if he beats Poirier, if McGregor beats Poirier in the third fight. You could honestly, depending on how good it is, justify a fourth. But at the same time, how the fuck is he gonna beat him? But at the same, that's the story of Dustin Poirier's career. You know what I mean? Like, dude, take the big fight, win the big fight, or lose it, and it's gonna make a difference. You know, whereas like Max Holloway keeps getting good fights even after he lost to Dustin Poirier. Uh, If Dustin Poirier loses to Conor McGregor, how much more? You know contender title like competitive fights is he going to get that aren't like kind of like oh is he a gatekeeper now sort of like you know feel to them like so this is the fight to make beat him twice bro back to back beat him twice you know what i mean double dip that shit i think it was not only stupid for him but very stupid for the uh the ufc because conor mcgregor is effectively done he's done like that's it when he loses, and you know goddamn well he's gonna get his ass whooped. When he loses, that's it, bro. That is nah. it. Nope, 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 nope. If he loses, if he loses, it's gonna be a little bit weirder, and it's gonna it's gonna be like you know kind of like what's he do next. But at the same time, I, I would never say Conor McGregor's done. Like he always has a place he can fight, even if he's headlining Bellator or one and making a million dollars. He should go so. I would if I were him, and this is this is being respectful to his star power and his level of skill. You Conor McGregor, go over to Bellator, make some make a big stink, make some big money, dude. Bring that brand up. Just do it. You know what I mean? Because when Dustin Poirier fucks you up again, that's gonna be your only option to make the statement you want to make. He's already made a ton of money. Cool. Go, Or he could go into boxing if he wants to. I don't know. He could try it. He could try it. There's more money in boxing. Try boxing again. My point is I, I, I don't see this. There's no upward trajectory. There's only like two choices. It's continue to get... He, he's going to be out of the UFC if he loses. I mean, like he should be, honestly. Like I'm like, hey, man, you know, you fought a guy that's why he... he Dep- well, maybe depending on the way he loses, he gets his ass knocked out again. It's like, look, bro, you can't come back here no more. You know, like, um, cause you don't have a good record. In. Like, look at look at the people you just lost against. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know you don't, Roni, but he should have never even been here. He don't even count. That dude's dumb as fuck anyway. Yeah, no. Serrani, yep. stupid for that. You 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 ain't got no heart for that. He he had no heart for that. So. There's plenty of good fights to make for Conor McGregor in multiple divisions. The problem is, if he wants to be a champion-level fighter, he's going to have to do what he did back in the day, which was be a fighter, not not a businessman, not this showman, not this like you know Floyd Mayweather-style draw. Like he can get away with that for one or two more fights. 
you know, including the Poirier fight, like, and that might be like, you know, if he beats Poirier, that's best case scenario, man. Like if he loses, he's going to have to either, you know, commit to the fight game or really fuck off. Like you're saying, you know, retire, you know, so disrespect to him. It's more of a, Hey, respect your, your, you know, your fellow, uh, he doesn't need to fight. Like people, people fight for money. People fight for livelihoods. He doesn't, he doesn't have a problem with that. Like, uh, you know what I mean? So like at the same time, like I'm not saying Poirier does necessarily, but Poirier is at least still that kind of hungry. And Conor McGregor needs to remember what it was like to be um, on the adverse side of things. I think if the Vegas odds open up for that fight, I think they're going to open up in Poirier's favor, to be honest. He's the more current fighter. He has the less ring rust. He won the last meeting. Like, why wouldn't he open up the favor? You'd be dumb to not bet on Poirier. Like, I told you, you, you were dumb to not bet on him in the first fucking place. All you guys that might not have bet on him, all the listeners, all the fans, if you didn't yeah. bet on Poirier. Whatever, whatever, whatever. I'm just saying, like, coming into this I'm time. Not like, it's just, come on. You know what the fuck's going on. Even if you want to go with the ring rust, it ain't no fucking ring rust. This no, is a dude. Definitely, when you when you when you have a personality oh, inside, not him. it takes you a second to feel that rhythm again. Now, if you're somebody like John Jones, who once he steps in the ring, he's John Jones. He doesn't have. He's not like hyping up the crowd. He's not talking shit. He's nah. just John Jones. That's a different sort of personality. But like for Conor McGregor, half of his gig is getting in your head. Dustin Poirier was not affected by Conor McGregor. You know what I mean? Like in that last fight, you could tell he was not intimidated. He knew it was up. He was on the same level. He didn't think there was no like, oh shit. It's not like Eddie Alvarez when Conor McGregor fought him and everyone's like, oh, it's gonna happen. And Eddie Alvarez is like, don't you 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 say sorry for talking about my wife and children? It's like, oh, you're gonna get mad about wife and kid jokes now? Like, wow, dude, that was easy. Like. Come on, dude. Like, Dustin Poirier's been married to the same girl since he started fighting. Like, there's no way you're going to talk shit about his wife and upset him. Like, he's like, yeah, she probably said the same thing about me. Like, you know, like, (laughs) like, you've been in a long relationship. I'm sure you can say, like, you and your wife probably look at each other and be like, but at the same time, y'all got each other's back. And you know what I mean? Like, like there's that aspect of it to where, you're not going to get in Dustin Poirier's head because he's been there. You talk about his wife, he's had one. You talk about his performance, he's had good ones, he's had bad ones, he's had everything in between. And you know what? He's beaten you. Have you beat him? Yes. But he's beaten you. And honestly, he finished you. And the thing is, is the first time they fought, it was a decision win for Conor McGregor. Judges cannot affect finishes. So if this fight is a finish, it has to be a violent finish. There's not going to be any of this Sean O'Malley walking it off bullshit. You know, this is going to be one of these guys earning this beat down. Like, you know, you catch this motherfucker and you keep going and you're spitting blood as you're fucking hitting him. Like, this is going to be a dogfight. I think Conor McGregor's coming with the full fury of the Irish. I think Dustin Poirier is coming with the full fury of hell. And I don't know which one's more potent. <laughs> I, I, I'll say this about, uh, like, what you were saying with, um, with, what you said about Conor McGregor um, and, and John Jones. They're professional. And then you brought up Sean O'Malley, and I was like, you say, well, he, they're not going to do what Sean O'Malley did. 
And regardless of what we say about anybody, they're, you know, these people are professionals. And I could, I could talk about somebody's name or just, you know, just tongue in cheek, uh, F this person, F that person. These people are still professionals. What Sean O'Malley did, that, that's why when I take issue with stuff like that, some people go, oh man, I'm taken aback by that. I don't, why would you, you know, pick on him and, you know, it's just foul mouth. It's like, no, 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 you don't get it. All those people we named, I don't even like. <laughs> but they're professional. John, now John Jones is unprofessional in other ways. Yeah. You know, and, and in the cage too. And, and in we've, the cage always too. Agreed on, we've always agreed on that too. Right. You know, but there, you know, there's still a finishing, still a professionalism that comes with fighting. That when he gets in there, he does what needs to be done. Even when he cheats. <laughs> Is that unprofessional? Yes. But even when he cheats, he's trying to cheat. You know, he's not just outright being unprofessional. He's trying to sneak it in as professionalism. Big difference. You know, like, he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm totally being professional when he's not. You know, you know, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, but, I, mean I hope, I hope, I hope they, th those are good fights, man. Um, I'm right with there with you. Uh um, on on how exciting the fight can be, can be. I do not believe for a second it'll be there, but I, I can have my mind change. You you kind of changed it a little bit, you know, with what you was going in. You know, you kind of changed a little bit to with what you were saying, just a little okay. bit though. But that's if, a good, if that's Conor a good. McGregor loses, man, say goodbye to Conor McGregor fighting meaningfully ever again. That's what I mean, and that's why I say it was a stupid fight. And I think, I think the same could be said by, uh, I believe the same could be said about Dustin Poirier. I think no. we'll turn Wonder Boy no. Tom after that. Well, Dustin Poirier is the next Michael Bisbing at worst. Sure, sure, but you know what scares me about him losing? Look how long it took for him to get his first title shot. Yeah, well, that's kind of the that's look at Michael Bisping. Like, I mean, it's almost like, like the mirror, the mirror image of careers. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. No, he, no, no. You Corey is, Corey is also he he he's won the right fights, but then I mean nobody beats Khabib. Like, I'm sorry, like you know you fight Khabib. They're they're, they're like Khabib's another baseline, you know. So now that he's gone, either more people are gonna have to reach that level, or we're just gonna have to see what's left. You know what I mean? And what Poirier, Gabe G, Ferguson, Oliveira, Chandler, all those guys, all those guys are what's left. And honestly, it's pretty exciting because Khabib was that much higher level than all of those guys that it's still exciting to see these guys fight. Like, they're still high-level fighters. Very technical, very intelligent, yeah. very skilled. Like, I, I don't know why you would never not want to watch a Conor McGregor versus Dustin Poirier fight, even if it was the 16th time they fought. Like these guys are so good. Why the fuck I'm wouldn't? A fan. It's not about what I don't want to watch. I do believe it is not in the best interest for either one of them or MMA. Straight mm -hmm. up, it's it's not <laughs> necessarily. It, that's the thing, though. It's not necessarily an interest thing. It's it's a practicality thing. It's both of those guys' careers just happen to just hinge on each other right now because of their uh, career trajectories like like yeah. i said the first time around really the, the momentum 
the momentum of Conor McGregor was enough to stuff Dustin Poirier on Dustin Poirier figuring out his way through the UFC. And, you know, the McGregor train obviously went to where it went to. But at the same time, that train's got to come to station at some point or another to at least refuel. And that happened to be against that last fight against, you know, Poirier. So he loses against Poirier. Hey, you got more coal in the train. You got the train chugging. Dude, chugga, chugga, chugga. Both trains on the track. Who is winning? That is why I'm excited. Trains on the track, bro. You got one train on the same track as the other. And you know what, man? It's hard to stop a train. And there's two of them. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm excited I'm with, for that fight, bro. I'm with you, I'm with you on it. I'm with you on, 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 like I said, on the potential of it. But I don't want to be a Debbie Downer about it. So I'm not going to think about the negative. <laughs> ramifications of it well i, I appreciate that because th there's only there's only money to be made in this fight there's only legacy to be forged there's only storyline that we're going to be able to you know speculate on from it, it there, there's no losers in that fight like there's you, you can name a lot of other matchups that make sense that i'd be like well there's still losers in that fight but not the Poirier mcgregor trilogy you know what i mean yeah well on that note um we're gonna wrap this one up because man, you know, we gotta get together. Uh I would hope I would hope to do it this week. Um is there a fight this Saturday? Oh maybe the right. Let me see. It's Sorry. a little hard to know because Bellator just started up too. So well, I haven't I'm, I'm gonna be busy this particular weekend, but I think yes. About that. Damn. <laughs> Damn. I, yeah, it's the Vittori. Yeah, but, yeah, it's uh, April 10th. No, uh, no, but we do got to. Uh, I'm going to be busy this weekend, too. Okay. Oh, you, know why I was thinking you didn't, you didn't know that. You didn't even know that. I thought I was going to ask you out to dinner. Yeah, yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, you were. But uh, you know why I was thinking of Mackenzie Dern? Because she's fighting Nina Anzaroff this weekend. That's why her name was in my head, because she's okay. fighting Amanda Nunez's wife. And holy shit, that might actually be one of the fights of the year. Like, Might be. Hope Dern. Amanda Nunez comes for her. <laughs> bro, bro. Mike check, Mike check one, two. That might be the fucking fight of the year. Mackenzie Dern versus Nina Anzaroff. In terms of skill level per their division, oh man, that might be a fucking fun competitive fight to watch, bro. I'm, I'm kind of sad. I'm not going to knock it. I mean, um, sure. I, I I don't have an argument against it. Nah, it's it's gonna I be really. There's a reason why it actually made the main card. I mean, you got you know Marvin Vittori, Kevin Holland, which obviously main card. But like Sadiq Youssef, he's fighting. Alvi's fighting. Mike Perry's fighting. Like that. That's oh, actually not a terrible. It's not a terrible main card, bro. Like <laughs> Aaron Hill was supposed to be uh in 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 place of Kevin Holland, correct? And he got injured. Uh, somebody else was. I don't think it was him. It was Vittori versus somebody. I thought it was Aaron Hill. Well, anyway, um, Vittori was just, he got out of his body talking shit. Oh, Kevin Holland just ends his fucking life. Not for real, guys. Well, I just hope he ends his career at least. Thanks for sneezing on the podcast. You can do your bubbles later. Please go away. That was <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, we're going to do the bubbles in like a second. I've been cooking dinner the whole time. I'm a family man. Come on, guys. And they didn't hear me say fuck oh, a million. Oh, uh, Darren Till. Oh, did you say Till or did you say Hill? Yeah, I said Darren, Darren, Darren Hill or some shit. Oh, okay. I thought you said Aaron Hill, not Darren Till. That's I, even funnier. Yeah, I'm a Darren Till. I think I'm about to fuck his name up, but whatever. <laughs> fuck him, too. <laughs> no, fuck, fuck yeah. his opponent. I would have been more excited if, like, Vittori had dropped out. But then when I thought about it, I was watching some Vittori highlights, and honestly, like, he's actually pretty good, too, man. Like, I'm, I'm pretty excited to see what he does. By Kevin Holland. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is Kevin Holland's more of the person he should be fighting at this point than Darren Till. I think Darren Till would have destroyed him. Look, I'll put it to you like this. I hope I hope that night ends really badly for that young man. I don't even like Kevin Holland like that, but like I want to beat this guy because he just he just started talking all this shit about how nobody's ready. I was like, it was just a fluke injury, man. He talking about people like fucking you, like that's so fucking stupid. They ducking you because you had a fluke injury? Yeah, okay. I can't wait till your career is over. You gotta get your name out. Nah, fuck. He's stupid. Like, unfortunately, Twitter exists, and his dumbass name is out there, and he says some really stupid shit. Anyway, with that... Hey, I, got a, I got a question, though. Yes. If this was Sportacus, what would you be? Sports entertain. <laughs> That's not where he was going with that. No, but that... <laughs> that would have been better if you'd answered it more enthusiastically. <laughs> no. No, because I knew what the fuck you were doing. Yeah, come on, man. You got to give me one of those. Uh, yeah, but not now, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> you'll get one when I fucking say so, man. Fair Maybe enough. if you cook me dinner or some shit. Maybe yeah, you well, get one. you're going to have to win a fight against Mackenzie Derner, fucking Macy Barber. I won't. You know what? My booty ain't as nice as there, so that's not going to happen. Very true. Sorry. I don't, I don't want you taking me off of ice, ice cream anyway, because that's weird. I'm not going to. Your hair already you looks like that place, sir. Let's keep it professional, like we've been doing. <laughs> no, but you know what? I'll give you this one. Um, uh, actually, I just took it away from you. So I can't give no, it back. You to took you. it away. You can't give it back. <laughs> I, I sure can't. I sure can't. So you learned your lesson, asshole. That's like a judge being like, "Oh, you, I, I incarcerated you for thirty-five years, but you're out now." Like, <laughs> but you're out now, right? Yeah, but uh, you're out now, right? I, I, I cut that sentence. <laughs> it was supposed to be forty-five. Like, <laughs> uh, but uh, but uh, tell me though, it, it, what is this? Come on, man. It's Sportacus, right? Mm-hmm. It sure is. And what have you been? I know what I've been, the host. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, then I've been sports entertained. Uh, all right. You're you going to let that one fly, but no more funny shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, try I'm trying to make it fun. I'm trying Sporticus is now on Patreon. We have three tiers. One dollar, two dollar, and five dollars. You can get things like 
bonus episodes, chat forums, polls and voting, live stream Q&As, monthly giveaways, and fan recognition. Become a patron today.